Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Bless. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, complete with Bradley on My Talk 1071. Thanks for joining us. Happy Monday. And uh, Pete Davidson had a weekend, you know. Um, we'll talk about that in just a second of his behavior at the Knicks game, which it, was it warranted? We're not sure. But you saw a story, Bradley, about his crash into that house. Yeah, so you may not even remember this story, um, but you should. He, along with girlfriend Chase, who he wonders uh, in a vehicle, crashed into a Beverly Hills home. A few weeks back, actually, this was like a couple months back, he crashed this car into a home. And it was very odd at the time. And I remember we talked about this. TMZ said, basically, nothing to see here. Everybody was fine and nobody was arrested. No charges were brought. And I thought, I'm sorry, but if you crash into somebody's home in the middle of the night, don't, isn't there usually like an investigation or something? Yeah. And like we take some blood alcohol things, you know? Yeah, they well, didn't even like, that's usually what's first in the headline. Yeah. Right. Like, and, and they didn't even say whether there was drugs or alcohol involved. It just wasn't even mentioned. Right. Right. Which is totally weird. Well, the story today, uh, according to TMZ, is that law enforcement actually did investigate. They wrapped the investigation after this late night crash. And he was driving at a high rate of speed. We know that that then caused his vehicle to jump a curb and smash into the corner of a house. But the case is now being reviewed by the Los Angeles County DA's office for possible criminal charges. Oh, I see. So there was more to this story. And for whatever reason, they didn't tell us this at the time, which is strange as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um, the case, or the, I should say the office, rather, that this this case was forwarded to usually deals with felony cases, mm. but can also handle misdemeanor ones. But the implication being that, you know, there could be felony charges here depending on what this inv- investigation found, or at least they would have the possibility of filing those charges. Now, remember, nobody was injured in the crash and there, but there was that 16 year old girl who was at home at the time scared to death scared the pants off sounded of like a bomb lady. went off yeah exactly when pete davidson crashes into her living room so I, this is just one of those stories where i'm like when it first happened we were like this doesn't smell right and sure enough uh you know further investigation took place and it sounds like we'll find out at some point whether they're going to bring charges but you know i hope uh if they do I guess whatever the development is that we'll learn what was really going on. Cause you don't just accidentally crash 
into I somebody's what, house. If, if anyone Generally. has crashed into someone's house, call us, 651-641-1071. What would happen with a non-celebrity? Like, if you crash right? into someone's house, do you have to go downtown? Like, you might not get arrested, but do they take you into the police station just to talk to you about it? Well, I would or is imagine, it just like, sorry, that was an accident, and you're just bad. left to go home? Yeah, like, oh, you're fine. No. I, and I guess it's up to the discretion of the, you know, officer on the scene. But you'd imagine that the officer at the scene is going to have a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. Have you been drinking? Where have you been going? And, you know, he's probably going to do some other tests to see if you're telling the truth or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? but who's just gonna go? Oh, okay. Oh, it was. Oh, it was a mistake. I was going too fast. Sorry. Like, do you get a ticket? Do you get? It At the very like least, really reckless driving. Yeah. right. Would be presumably on the. Would you automatically get arrested? I don't know. I think it depends on if there's any evidence that a crime was committed. Okay. Yeah. I mean, at the very least. The investigation would happen and you'd have to wait to find out. Right. Like, oh, well, the manufacturer of the car, is it blamed because the brakes went out or like, is there, (laughs) I don't know. I'm just thinking of all the things that might happen to a non-celebrity. Because, you know, first drugs and alcohol. And if it wasn't drugs and alcohol, was there a little hanky panky? Oh. You know, because that can distract a driver. Was the person on their phone? I mean, there are a lot of things that could have caused, caused distracted driving. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but just interesting that at the time nobody hinted at what that cause of distraction could be. True. Yeah, mm-hmm. he has a witness. Yes, in the form of the woman who was in the seat exactly. Next to him. Yeah. yeah, or you know, how about this? Maybe she was driving, and they switched oh. places. I mean, all kinds of. I you know, that reminds me of my investigation. Lindsay panel. Lohan. Oh yes, yes. Didn't she do that? Uh-huh. There, there was a yeah. period of time when Lindsay Lohan was getting in trouble every five minutes. And Uh I swear one of those occasions was her driving and she got in the passenger seat. Yeah, I think you're right about that. I can't remember exactly where it was or who it was. But But anyway, so to me at the time it seemed real fishy. Obviously there was more to the story, which is why it smelled fishy. Hopefully, though, I mean, I do also wonder, like, who takes care of the damages for the house? Well, the dude, the, the it's Beverly Hills. And I know that the owner was like, it's fine. I'm not going to sue him. And I was like, right now. Um, but listen, it's and and, and probably. And did you see to, the accident? But like, can you like, can you pay for the damages to my house? I'm sure home homeowner's insurance. Or like trauma. I would be getting traumatized. Oh, we got right. a caller. Ooh. Oh. Call? All right. I who do we have, Mike? We got Deb on the line. Deb? Deb, what do you know? Well, I have uh, a family member who they didn't crash into someone's house, but some high school students were out driving around one night, and they plowed into um, my cousin's house. Oh. And they obviously, it, it does sound like a bomb's going off. Yeah. And the whole house shook. Oh, I bet. Of course. They called nine one one, and there were there were three teenagers, high school students, in the car, and they were all arrested for reckless driving. I okay. There's our answer. Yeah, yes. no, that makes total sense. Okay. Well, uh, thank you for the call. That's exactly what we wanted to know. Thanks, Deb. Um, yeah. Again, I I mean, I don't know that you would arrest everyone in the car, right? Like if you were a passenger. Oh, yeah. But the fact that they did would indicate that it's unusual, perhaps, that in this case, nobody was arrested or at mm-hmm. least I don't know. Yeah. I just assumed you get arrested if you plow through a house. 
you or would, like a you business window. Yeah, you would imagine, right? Because again, what's the excuse? Yeah. Oh, I'm like, just driving too fast. Oh, I just I didn't even see that house there, officer. Oh, I just went to In and Out, and my hands were greasy on the wheel. <laughs> Also, did you see the accident, like the car after? Yes. I mean, that is not a small, like, it's not like he just, like, jumped a curb and, you know, took out a bush. That's right. Like, the whole front (laughs) end of that vehicle is Oh, boy. Okay, moving on to other Pete Davidson news really quick. He was at a Knicks game this weekend, Madison Square Garden. Oh, yeah. There is video. Yes. Okay. There's video. I put it on our show links page where you can see, you know, he's trying to accommodate everyone who wants to take pictures with him. There are people leaning over the side of the balcony. He's grabbing two phones at once, taking selfies, handing them back, like trying to be a good guy. There's this older gentleman with a baseball cap on who is perfectly fine. Some reports say he shoved an elderly man. It's like this guy was on him like blank on blank. He had he was he put his head on his shoulder. He had his arm oh. all over him, like trying to get in every selfie he was doing. And Pete Davidson doesn't look happy in the selfie because the guy literally had his mitts all over him. And he just kind of lost it for a second, turned around and goes, dude, back off and like shoved the guy away really quick. Because you shouldn't be putting your hands on anybody. Like, quit touching me. You're a stranger. They have to go through so much just to make it through a crowd. And, like, I can completely understand when you see the video of him. Because this dude was, like, aggressively touch, like, on him. And it's just like, get off me. So, he, who knows? The guy might sue. Yeah, well, I wouldn't be surprised in this day and age if somebody uh, sued. Yeah, so. Oh, God, yeah, I'm watching the video right now. I mean, the dude and he is, is just, he's just like oh, oh. latching all on him like, hey, can I take a photo with and you? And in each picture that the uh, they don't want to see some random dude in the picture, too. Like, it's just rude and creepy. Yeah. And he does put his hand on him. Oh, yeah. A couple of times. And he didn't. I mean, he did shove him. It's pretty like, like aggressive. Get off of me. But it's not like he I mean, body some slammed the, him. Some of the reports are Pete Davidson shoved an elderly man. This dude is He fine. looked inebriated. Yeah. And perhaps not He's with a little it. handsy. How yeah. embarrassing. It's very oh. embarrassing. I would never touch a celebrity. No. Oh, God. I don't even talk to them when I'm near them because I'm too afraid I know, they'll I be bothered. I don't want to bother them. Well, yeah, but then you don't want to say something stupid either. Yeah, you're like, like I'm just going to ignore what it. What do you smell like? <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Yeah, you know, like, because I... <laughs> Nothing good comes out of my mouth when I'm confronted by... Like, Colleen, didn't she used to say, you're Daryl Sabara? Like, she would just say their name to them. Like, hey, do you... Like, you're... And they're like, Like, you're Megan Trainer. Yeah. Oh, God, that's so funny. Bless her. Yeah, I just would walk the other way. When other people, like, want to get autographs, I'm just going to, like, run away, run away, run away. It's not worth it. Plus, you never want to meet your idols. No. Because they're never going to live up to your expectations. They might and, shove you. Yeah, they might shove you. <laughs> Please stop sniffing me. Yeah, like, sir, why are you smelling me? <laughs> I don't know. I just wanted to know. Okay, <laughs> when we come back, you saw a movie over the weekend. I did. Bo is Afraid. I don't know anything about this movie. Okay. Or whether or not I should see it. I hope you'll tell us when we come back right here on my... Hi, talkers. Bradley here for my friends at Boulevard Auto Works. BLVDAutoWorks.com. Warmer weather is finally here. Kind of eh, comes and goes. But here's the thing. If you're rolling down the windows at any point, 
and you hear some weird noises, I want you to call my friends at Boulevard. That's what I do. If your car's cooling system fails you at any point, should you actually have an opportunity to use it, call Boulevard. It's what I do. They're the hometown professionals you can trust to keep you comfy on the road all spring and summer long. And best of all, when you drop off your vehicle, they'll have a courtesy car waiting. Uh, And frankly, with a car wash with every service, Tom and his team are going to keep your car happy all year long. BLVDAutoWorks.com. Whether it's regular scheduled maintenance or you've got a problem that popped up out of nowhere, Tom and his team are ready to go, and they've been doing that for over four decades right over in St. Anthony. BLVDAutoWorks.com. Tell them Bradley sent you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Happy Monday. Thank you for joining us. Bradley is back from his cruise. And throughout the week, he's going to be talking about, you know, things he saw and, you know, fun little the moments. The best gelato flavor they served in Ooh. the Lido buffet. Aww. I think it was coconut. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I've never Fresh had gelato coconut gelato. Every day. Can you imagine? I not only can I imagine, I did it in Italy. Oh, we well, would be like, yes. I'm be sure like, yours oh was God, actually. I legit, haven't even but... had gelato in three hours. We would be like, oh, it, we totally need gelato. We haven't had it in four hours. I mean, it's it's an amazing thing. <laughs> You're gelato. doing so much walking. It's fine. Okay, so I have to talk about a movie I saw this weekend. You might not have seen the trailer for because maybe you don't go to weird movies like I do. <laughs> no, I don't. And I didn't see this. I didn't know anything about this movie. Okay. It's an A24 movie directed by Ari Aster, who did Midsummer, Hereditary. And A24 is like the bee's knees right oh. now. I mean, they're firing at all cylinders. They're yeah. Production company a lot of won a lot of Oscars this year. Definitely. Like all the Oscars. I mean, best actress, actor, best film, best director. Those are all A24. It kind of reminds me of what Miramax was supposed to be at one time. And then we realized Harvey uh, Weinstein and uh, his brother were involved. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm saying like they really do support very different stories. And what I liked about this movie, Bo is Afraid, first of all, it stars the brilliant Broadway phenomenon, Patti Lapone. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Don't get your cell phone out during her show, kids. Oh, God. But she is fantastic. And Joaquin Phoenix is amazing in this movie. Oh, okay. What is this movie about? So let me just say it's about, it's hard to describe, but um, the trailer shows like just the tip of the iceberg about what this movie is. I will warn you, it's three hours. Don, you want us to watch a three hour movie that nobody's heard about? Listen, if you can handle three hours, in a theater, I advise go to see. And if you like dark humor and you like Ari Aster, then Ari Aster, then please try it out. Um, so it's about a guy who the premise of the movie is that, you know, he lives in um, a pretty rough area of town. Okay. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Be rough. Gosh, it's the extreme of everything, okay? So he is an agoraphobic, but for a good reason. He has a fear of going out of his home. And out there is like madness, okay? So he also has what seems to be like an overbearing mother, and she's asked him to come and visit. You also encounter his therapist where he's talking to his therapist about like, I have to go see my mom. And he's like, gosh, I don't know. Should you remember what happened last time? You don't really know exactly why he's afraid of his mom. Oh. And um, and it really is like the extreme of all kinds of things that I think the director is afraid of. Okay. So it's in a dark humor type of way. Like you, I laughed out loud a lot of times because it's so absurd. The things that happen in this movie. Um, I noticed that he probably has a fear of like a fear of unhinged, violent, desperate people who are acting like animals. Okay. (laughs) That's clear. He has a fear of overbearing mothers and that parent child relationship Mm -hmm. and uh, like a fear of cults. We saw that in midsummer. He has a fear of spiders. He works that in and just takes it to the absolute extreme. There are times where it gets really esoteric and you're not sure if he's dreaming or if it's real. And then you kind of are like, oh, that was, was that real? Was it not real? You know, is he, like you even consider, is he just in a mental hospital right now? Yeah, like is this all just a figment of Is this all just him neuroses? going through a therapy session? Yeah. Like you don't know. And I love that. I love that. So that kept you interested for three hours. It really did. And the direction is so good. Like, I feel like Joaquin Phoenix will get nominated for this. Interesting that it's coming out now. It's so early. It is early, but my gosh. I mean, they allow you the time, or they allowed Joaquin Phoenix the time to hear something on the phone, for instance, from his mother, and then try to process it. And just the emotions that he goes through... And his lack of confidence, like you explore all the emotions with Joaquin Phoenix. It's not snappy dialogue and it's meant to make you super uncomfortable. Have you ever said something to your mother and there's a long, long, long pause? It's maybe some news that she did. You, we can be afraid of our moms, okay? Oh, oh, and I can sure. even recognize my daughter can be afraid of me sometimes. Yeah. Because you want to help, but you're like, I'm being overbearing. I need to step back. So he takes this to a real, real extreme. And it looks like there's some, like, it's a pretty amazing cast. It is an amazing cast. I mean, you've got Nathan Lane. Yes. Patty Lapone, Amy Ryan, Richard Kind. Yes, yes. Um, Also, um, yeah, there's just a lot of great people in it. There's no way I can spoil this movie because it takes so many twists and turns that you're like, it's really just a thing like, oh, no, it got worse. Was it was oh, there no, a twist? Like, worse. is there a reveal or something at by the end where you're like, oh, did it yes. all seem to make sense? It Yes and no. OK, because I thought about this movie. I've been thinking about it since I saw it. That's always the sign of a great movie. And you're to like, me. wait a minute. Like, I wanted to see what other people said about it. And what I love about it is that. There are so many things that are being remade now, like the same stories that are being remade over and over again. And you're like, and here's I have unique. seen that so many mm-hmm. times. We don't need to see that story again. There are so many things you could think of with your imagination and write about. And that's what he does. Like he is just very unique. And this is a brand new kind of story. And wait, it's very like David Lynch, yeah. which is why I like it. Well, 
So I recommend. I'm gonna add it to the list. Yeah, if you can't handle being in a theater for three hours, do not go and see this in the theater. Yes. What's it called again? It's called Bo is Afraid. Bo is Afraid. Thank you for that movie recommendation, Dawn. And when we come back, a little royal update for you live from Buckingham Palace, right here on My Talk 1071. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071. We talk about movies, books, TV shows. The royal family, what have you? Singers, what do you got with the royal family? You've been away for a week, and the coronation mm-hmm. is I know, approaching. I miss a lot. Yeah. But Dawn, I swiftly have removed myself to Buckingham Palace to give you all oh. the latest. Yes, your connection is very good today. Thank you, thank you. Live from Buckingham Palace, I want to tell you what's about to happen regarding the coronation. Yes. I know last week you guys had some coronation chicken. Oh, no. Well, the equivalent. It was a coronation quiche. Yeah, the quiche was really good. Colleen made it. And I'm bummed that I didn't get to try the coronation quiche. But uh, was there a recipe online? There was. She followed the recipe. I'm like, wow, you're going to make this for us tonight? Holy cow. Well, good. She's like, well, I'm only here a week. That's why I'm doing this. Yeah. Limited time. Um, I wanted to tell you, there are two stories that we needed to cover about the royal family. Specifically, one, oh, look, the tabloids are trying really hard to make Meghan Markle out to be the bad guy right before King Charles' coronation. I wonder why. I wonder why. I ask rhetorically. However... The headline in particular that caught my attention and made me ponder this question is as follows. Speculation Meghan Markle is skipping the coronation over a two-year-old letter exchange with King Charles is frankly ridiculous. Well, that all deals. Did you talk about this last week? No. So there was this whole falderall about how um, she wrote him. There was a, a letter exchange between the two of them, and it was that exchange that led her to be like, I'm not going. So on Friday of last week, the Telegraph in particular published an article that referenced a source, an anonymous source. Oh, okay. Alleging. (laughs) Exactly. Or some such Mm -hmm. palace person that Megan was not satisfied with the response she got from Charles in a letter that he wrote to her. After they interviewed, or they were interviewed by Oprah Winfrey. Oh! According to Camilla the unnamed source, Charles, <laughs> did I say, what did I say? I didn't say that. Oh. Charles wrote to her dis- uh, expressing his disappointment that they felt the need to discuss all of their issues so openly. Okay. But allegedly, Megan was not amused by that. And so now she's taking it out on the king. Okay, so that storyline is out there, but then like her people pushed back because like that's a story that's out there, and so her people through representative. In fact, I think they had Omid Scobie, who's kind of their spokesperson. He's like the royal mm-hmm. expert that like is on their team, and he he actually published a statement from them saying. The Duchess of Sussex, that is Meghan Markle, the Duchess of Sussex is going about her life in the present, not thinking about correspondence from two years ago related to conversations from four years ago. Any suggestion otherwise is false and frankly ridiculous. We encourage tabloid media and various royal correspondents to stop the exhausting circus they alone are creating. Thank you. So the fact that she's having to respond, though, says that this is having some effect to then which I say, why is it that the tabloids in the palace are trying to like laser beam focus her like this whole thing of her not coming right like why are they focusing on 
the person who's not going to be there, who hasn't said anything about not being there, who is literally minding her own business. Why would the palace, why would all of the people around the tabloid Mm -hmm. media, why would they have to focus on a person who's like, I'm not a part of the story? Mm, That's because they want you to, hey, look over here. Jada Essence Hall. Look over there, you know? Like, it's because they want to distract you from what's going on. They want you to feel bad for King Charles. Yes. Like, he's getting a raw deal. Or they want you to not focus on all the reasons that people aren't very excited about King Charles' coronation. Right. Like, the more they keep Meghan and Harry in headlines, and specifically Meghan, I would say, because she's a woman. Also, she's a woman of color. Also, she's an American. Like, these are all things that are meant to press the buttons of the public in a way, I think, that distracts from the fact that the king is just not a very beloved figure. Yeah, he's not popular. And I don't know if they're like, well, if we go in hard on how this woman wronged him, then we feel bad for him. And then when he shows up in his little crown, we're all going to stand up and applaud. Because he's had such a hard time with that American divorcee. Right? Like, that's the only thing I can think of is why they're continuing to lay in on Meghan Markle weeks, literally two weeks before his coronation. Right. Why are you even thinking about it? Because... Like, uh, you know, if I were Meghan, I'd be like, why are you, in the moral words of, is it Mariah Carey? Mm -hmm. Why are you so obsessed with me? Yes. Why are you so... Yes. And people now going to the, the weird place of blaming her for having her kid's birthday... On the coronation. So she planned an advance. They put the coronation on her kid's birthday. But how dare she? They say, like, she has not made a statement saying, here's the birthday party details. We're going to have a fake coronation for my son who's turning four. Archie is going to have a crown on and a little little throne. Let's take this to your family. (laughs) If you're, so let's say you, Dawn, or Meghan Markle, you have a child who has a birthday. Uh Uh-huh. Your father-in-law has like his reunion or uh, not reunion, a promotion at work or let's say uh, celebrating 50 years of service. He's retiring or something, right? Like he's having a life event that he could choose when to celebrate, right? Uh And he says, we're going to have it on this day. Like what, what's the normal family reaction to that? I mean, oh, we're going to have it on your child's birthday. You'll go, I mean, either move your child's birthday party because they're not going to know, which people expect her to do and just come anyway. Or, um, you know, what was the question again? Uh, What's a normal family reaction? If somebody is like, okay, you go and I'll stay with the kid. Yeah. Like, so a normal family reaction to me would be like, don't you could have it any day. Right. Like, let's not have it on the kid's birthday. Like, I just think everybody sitting in a room would look and go, oh, we don't need to have grandpa's, you know, retirement party on the same day. Or we're going to do a twofer. Yeah. And we're going to get a cake for little Johnny. <laughs> and we're going to get a cake for Gramps. Here's another thing about you know, Meghan Markle like, traveling back to the UK. Are you going to provide a security? No, of course not. Okay, that's the I, issue here. That's why she news, isn't going back because her life has been threatened, like for real. By crazy racist people who were threatening her life. Yeah. So if you don't have security and if you don't have a Pope mobile for Megan. Also, yeah, go on. Then we're not coming. Also, um, 
the dude who is going, her yeah. husband, to his father's, like, you could argue the biggest day of his life. Yeah. The one he's been waiting for his entire life. And, yeah. And without, he doesn't get a choice. He has to be this thing. Right. Like, this is the thing that he has been born into. Mm-hmm. Like, none of us are born into our career. No. I'm trying to think quickly. Does anybody get born into their career? No. No. Other than a sovereign or maybe, like, the Dalai Lama. Let's not go there. Um. Uh. Okay, stop. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, he didn't he, choose it. His dad, he's going to the biggest day of his dad's thing. thing. Yeah. Harry is going to be 10 rows back. Excuse me? Harry is going to be seated, according to the story, 10 rows back from the other royals at Charles' coronation. Now, that's just a punishment. Okay. For no reason. Why the hell would she go? Yeah. Right? Like, you want me to go and not celebrate my child's birthday? And to sit 10 rows back when this is your son. Yeah. It's like if this is a wedding, you would be a part of the wedding party unless you just didn't want to be. But then you'd be like on the first row. Yeah. Or second row. And I don't care. Who's ahead of you? Guess what? If I had a kid. Yeah. If I had two kids, one was going to be the future king. Yeah. One, not so much. I would be bending over backwards to make the kid who's not going to be king feel a part of equal to the one that will. Because dis- because the world will take care of making them feel less than the other, uh-huh. right? Like, the world is always going to be like, you suck, this one's better, uh-huh. you have no importance, this one has all the imp-. Like, all of that stuff, the, the world will take care of that. Your job as a father, one imagines, is to make that kid who is not going to be king feel like he's g- as important as a king. Yes. And so to put him ten rows back, is a blaringly it's, obvious thing it's on a, you. It's a he slap didn't in pick the face. The seat. He's an assigned seat, so that makes you look bad, Charles and Camilla. Yeah. Who, which again, I wonder why we're trying to make Megan seem like the person to blame. She has nothing to do with for this. all of the world's problems. And right? here's another story: inside Prince William and Princess Kate's adventure-themed fifth birthday party for son Louis. They always go the extra mile. So this is a tabloid story about Louis's birthday. And it's like, I I see what you're doing here. There's like professional photos that are made where he's in a wheelbarrow. wheelbarrow. Well, Louis is going to be king someday. So they're always going to be interested in what Louis is up to. That's right. But like, uh, they're trying to compete oh, wait, no, not for Louis. birthday parties. Louis, is Louis the younger? Which kid is which? Uh Prince Louis, um, he's five, so, oh, isn't this great that we don't care, pay attention? Well, I just don't remember because I know they have multiple kids. Don't they have a third? Is he the third or is he the first? Mm. <laughs> Prince George is the oldest one. Yeah, okay, so that's what I thought. <gasps> he's the spare. So Prince, Prince yes. George is, Louis is, the spare. is the one that will be king, not Louis. So, yeah, Louis, I mean... And then Cutie Pie's in the middle. Yeah. Is she considered, like, in the line of succession, would she be next, or would it be Louis? If there was they nobody... skip over a girl? Uh, I, th- th- if there was nobody else. But because there is a male, uh-huh. her younger brother would take okay. precedent over her. If if she didn't have a younger brother, then yes, I believe she would be... Yeah, Princess Charlotte. Charlotte. Princess Charlotte. Prince Charlotte. Um, anyway, the moral of the story is, going back to all of this, this family is so bleeped. I can't with them. Because <laughs> you, like, I don't care if, 
like that's not how we do things, blah, blah, blah. Like Charles gets what he wants, yeah. right? Camilla gets what she wants. Once you're the king, once you're the sovereign, it's kind of your rules, right? And yes, you've got the palace insiders and all of those people saying, oh, tradition, oh, uh, mm-hmm. you know, this is not how we do things, protocol, etc." I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Eventually, ultimately, at the end of the day, he gets what he wants. And the fact that he's treating his son as a second-class citizen is well, just absurd. And I think that... They had to, since in the Oprah interview and in the book, he's like, I'm waiting for an apology. Like, I would like to make this better if they would just talk to me. This is King Charles to even invite him. It makes him look very benevolent, you know, like he's the upper person. Yeah, but it doesn't. Maybe in his head, but to us, we, we see right through it. Right. And so I think maybe they were trying to call their bluff anyway by like, well, he won't come anyway. But we'll invite him so we look good. Yeah. Oh, he's the coming. fact that you're trying to manipulate your child so that you look better than your child. Which has happened his again, entire life. Says a lot more about you. And those of us with actual eyeballs can see that. And therefore, you, sir. Suck. <laughs> but we're going to be watching that coronation. We, we're going to be talking about it. I'm going to be seeing who's sitting where. I am too. And who's whatsy who's it's. And uh, let's see who supports this Falderall. I want to see who's sitting next to Prince Harry. Yeah. And are people, you know, like, are do people talk to him? Do yeah. they give him a cold shoulder? Is he just like sits, bows, moves on, like yeah. heads back home? It'll yeah, be interesting. It's always interesting who you get seated next to at a wedding, like um, not in the yeah, like is he going to get like in the leftover table? You know, the sort of like uh, like loose ends table <laughs> where you're <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I don't know okay, they're single, so we'll put her. We'll put her. Yeah. That's what was always me. Like, well, here's the band of merry misfits over here. Yeah, you know, but they, that's always the loudest table for sure. Uh, Elizabeth, uh, we got an email from Misha who said Elizabeth changed the rules. Charlotte is after George. Louis is after Charlotte. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So that was changed. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for keeping us updated. And when we return, it is time to spin a wheel. To spin a wheel and play a game. We don't know what game we're going to play until Mike's wheel stops spinning. And we'll find out where that is and what we're playing when we return. Right here on Mike's ah. Little Blind Spot. Hey guys, Bradley here with great news from my friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas. Not only do select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of up to $1,200, but you can save even more money with rebates on Duet Honeycomb Shades with PowerView Automation now through July 31st. Get a $150 rebate when you buy four Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades with PowerView Automation and receive a $38 rebate for each of additional unit with PowerView. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Now is the time to take advantage of some major credits and rebates. Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades are amazing and available in many fabrics, including light filtering, room darkening, and blackout shading options. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today and let their experts help 
you through every step of the process. Or check them out online at littleblindspot.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. It's already that time. Oh my gosh, it's time to it play flew a game. By. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Here's your host, Mike Ganger. Yes, I know this is what you miss most, Bradley, when you were gone for a week. It's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had no games to play. That's true. Well, we've got plenty of games here on the game show roulette wheel. We'll give it a spin, find out what we're going to play. Oh. Whoa. Oh. Clap along. Yeah. Pyramid. Card no. sharks. Card sharks. Card that too. Sharks. There you go. Let me roll this uh, gigantic uh, dun, game show dun, roulette wheel out of here and roll in <laughs> our card shark board. Ooh. You know how this game works. I'm going to read a question. It's an over-under type of a question. Whoever gets it right will take control of their board. You each have a board with four cards, and you're trying to work your way through <gasps> and yes. get all of them completed. Sometimes this game takes about a minute. Sometimes it takes like... Five, so let's get it started, eh? All right, oh. let's do it. Eh? All right, it just depends on how the uh, how the luck of the cards goes. So luck of the cards. We will uh, get things going. I'll flip a coin. Somebody pick head or tails? Tails. It was tails. So you'll get to answer this one first. Okay. Don, the first question is this. Now, keep in mind, these were questions from the year 1981. Okay. Back when card charts, sharks, <laughs> that's a different show. That that show was bigger in like the nineties. Oh my god! That was back when Card Sharks uh, was huge. Sharks. Yes. We're gonna so play. Hard. We're gonna play that one next week. I'm okay. just trying to figure out how to make that work. Uh, we'll start with this question. Uh, we asked. There you go. We asked 100 inmates at San Quentin. Oh. When you watch police TV shows, do you root for the robbers instead of the cops? <laughs> That's your first question, okay. Don. Again, you're going to answer out of 100 uh, inmates uh-huh. at San Quentin. We asked, when you watch police TV shows, okay. you root for the robbers instead of the cops. How uh, many said yes, they root for the robbers? Out of 100? Yeah. I would say um, 87 you're gonna set out of 100. It, set it at 87. All right. Yeah. Now, Bradley, you get to choose. Do you think that answer is higher or lower than 87? Oh, gosh. I think... I don't know why I'm going to play the odds, though, and say mm-hmm. that it's lower. All right. Is it lower than 87? It is. Just barely, though. That was a really good line. 81. Oh, hell. Wow, you were so oh, close. Hail. Oh, hail. I love what you dropped, Zio. Oh, hail. Okay, here we go. Bradley, you get to start. Here's your first card, and you are just again. I'm sorry, what game are we playing? Card Sharks. Okay. Sharks. All right, your first card is a four. Yes, I want to go higher, the next Bob. One, you want to say higher than a four? Your next card is a king. Wow. Oh, let's go lower, You're Bob. Off to a fantastic start. You could end it here right away. Your next card is a six. Oh, I'm going higher, Bob. You're going to go for it all? I'm just You're going not? higher? Let's Again, if you it. miss yeah. this, you got to start all the way back uh, to the fine, beginning. It's fine, it's is fine. it higher than a six? Are we going to have a clean sweep right out of the gate? It's a five. <laughs> Wow. Okay. So I overestimated my own skills. All right. We got four new cards coming your way from our assistants. But now this means, Don, you get a free run at it. And again, you can freeze it any time, too, as well. Your first card is a six. Oh. You don't have the opportunity to change it because you didn't win the question. But it's higher or lower than a six. It's a free chance. You might as well go for it. I will say higher. You're going to say higher than a six. It is a three. Wow. That was a very. (laughs) 
<laughs> that was a bad start. Oh, so. I thought the odds would be in my favor with that one. But. Uh, they were. But that's but, how yeah. odds but, are. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the next question. We asked 100 bachelors. This time, Bradley, you're setting the line. Could you make a decent meal from what is in your refrigerator right now? Again, this is 100 bachelors back in 1981. Could you make a decent meal with what's in your fridge right now? I'm going to say... Uh, 34, Bob. 34. Dawn, is that higher or lower than 34? It's higher. You think it's higher than 34? Is Mm. it higher than 34? It's not. It's actually 29. Again, (laughs) you two are very good. Uh, 29. So Bradley's like, I don't know how to make all them food things like (laughs) all them ladies do. We've reset your cards, and your first one is a queen. Okay, I'm going to go out on a limb and try a lower, Bob. Lower than a queen. It is... A four. Oh God! Four is your second card. You got two to go. You got to go for it. I'm going to go higher, Bob. You're going to go higher than a four. It is a two. Ah! All right. So, uh, my God, this game is crap. This will take forever here if it keeps (laughs) up like this. Uh, Don, you're up though. After all, here you go. You got four cards. Yeah. Your first card is a seven. Higher or lower than the seven? I will do lower. You're going to do lower. It is. An eight. Okay. <laughs> my God. My God. Okay, Can that just... means we are back. <laughs> card sharks. That means we're into sudden death. That's how this works. Okay. Card sharks, sudden death. You each have Why three cards remaining. Because <laughs> it's intense on Game Show Roulette. Okay. All, right. all right, so the winner of this category will get to choose whether they want to go for all three in a row or if they want their opponent to have to get all three in a row. Okay. That's how the sudden okay, death works. See how this works. So here we go, Don. You get to set the sudden line. We death. asked 100 recent fathers... Do you get jealous from the time your wife spends with the baby? Oh. Again, 1981, 100 recent fathers. Do you get jealous from the time your wife gets to spend with the baby? Um, so it's like how, how many said yes? yes? How many said yes? They do get jealous of the time their wife gets to spend with the baby. 60%. 60% is mm. your answer. Bradley Trainer. are you I'm- going to go... Higher or lower than that? I'm going to go higher, Bob. You're going to go higher in nine. Okay, ten or one hundred recent fathers. Do you get jealous from the time your wife gets to spend a with lot the baby? Of jealous man babies. Yeah, is, back in the eighties yeah. as well. Is it higher than sixty? Oh, it's actually oh. twenty. Oh, oh, only, so they were in denial. Only twenty said they get jealous of the time. The other oh, ones were sure. like, "Yeah, let the kid." Let the the wife other eighty percent were just cheating on their wives. <laughs> Yeah, it gives me more time to go to the bar and find my new victim. Uh, Whoa! (laughs) It was just to go so dark. It went Uh, dark, man. All right, Don. That means there are three. There are three cards right here. Do you want to go for it yourself, control your own destiny, or do you want to make Bradley do it? And again, if you don't make it all the way through all three, you're going or whoever makes it through would win. Whoever doesn't would lose. Oh, I'm going to make Bradley do Uh, it. Okay, (laughs) Bradley, you got to get through all three of these to win. Otherwise, Dawn is the winner. Your first card is a two. Okay, well I'm going to go higher, Bob. You're going to go higher than a a two. two. It's a queen. Oh, my oh goodness. God. He's Please got the, let it be lower, Bob. Got a cakewalk to the victory here because mm-hmm. the final card is a seven. Yes! Bradley yes! Trainer is the winner. Card Sharks. <laughs> and we will play that Tom, game Tom. next week. I love that game. I just it's it's really fun. Card Dolphins. I can't believe all of those um, men in the penitentiary or prisoner women as well, like, we're rooting for cops. Yeah, 80%. That's crazy.
Wow. Okay. Well, we're all rooting for you guys, so congratulations. It was Thank fun. you so much uh, for letting me win. <laughs> when welcome. we come back, <laughs> hey, when we come back, yeah, it'll, Lori and Julie are going to be here. I want to know how many seconds when we leave this room, Don, <laughs> yeah. it's going to take for Lori to complain about the crumbs that Donna left on the floor. And blame it on you. And Timer set now. All right. We'll be back tomorrow. Up next, Lori and Julia, have a fabulous day. Bye. Bye. Bye.